Day 52 of the Lockdown Golf Podcast, everybody. Uh, man, do we have a show for you today. Oof. Golfy golf, golfy show. Well, so, except for the eyeball story. So that's housekeeping. So much <laughs> golf. Right. But as Chris mentioned, first, uh, don't worry, everybody. I have an update for you on my eyeball situation. If you recall, on day 51 of the Lockdown Golf Podcast, I told you about being outside and just having a kamikaze bug right in the eyeball. <laughs> being and, assaulted uh, by an insect. I was assaulted. I tried to call the cops, and they said, we're one, we're sick of coming out to your house for nothing. <laughs> Two, it's a bug, sir. Like, Bill, Are you, get along with nature already, would you? Do you need an ambulance, maybe? And I'm like, if they carry handcuffs and weapons, yes. Because this bug... Is dangerous. Just kidding. None of that happened. Um, but yeah, I have an eye update. I know you guys have been waiting for it. Uh, but let's be honest. Most of this show, most of this show is going to be catching up on quite the eventful weekend from my good friend, Chris McEwen.com. Yeah, I had some stuff. Oh, happen. quite wow. the adventure. <laughs> I had a Monday, let me tell you, but wow. Chris's weekend is something you're going to want to hear about. Okay. So Chris can catch us up and it's a very golf oriented weekend, but, and the best part is there's more to the story that we're going to probably get to tomorrow. <laughs> there, is, there is. So a lot of weekend, uh, weekend golf, to get, weekend golf and life to get caught up on with, uh, YouTube's Chris McEwen. So stay tuned for that. And then, um, we have discussion around the to have about the hottest, maybe of the last decade, product released in the golf market. I'm talking, of course, about none other than the Costco Kirkland Signature KS1 putter. We've been waiting for it. It's arrived. And ladies and gentlemen, I got my hands on one and I have everything you need to know about it so if that doesn't get you jazzed up for this show i don't know what will chris yeah man me, who who's bringing us the show today well naturally considering what the the main and most important topic of the show is it's brought to you by the costco you need a 25 peg 25 pound bag of flour and a putter, Costco. a high end milled and forged somehow high end performing reason. putter <laughs> and a 25 pound bag of flour for eight dollars, um, US dollars. <laughs> and quite literally, you can buy a coffin from them. You, it's true, and in fact, the couch in my home. It's from the Costco. Just saying. And if I'm not mistaken, this is the second time Costco has sponsored our show. It's true. They're, they're big supporters. Big, big supporters. Of the show. And uh, it only makes sense that we would talk about their their hottest product in the, in the market, in the store of any sort of product. I wonder if you took their dominance in the golf industry and investigated their whole product line. How many other markets out there are they just... Tearing up the charts. You know what I mean? Oh, man. I, I'm with you. Just disrupting the golf industry, leaving 
All the OEMs, that's original equipment manufacturers for those that don't know. All the OEMs in their wake, just revolutionizing Shaking in their things. boots. Shaking to, in their boots. Trying to re-engineer what, it, what, what the Costco is doing. Look, you, Chris has told you guys, I know a lot of really important people <laughs> in the golf industry. And then once they all found out I had this putter, they've all reached out to me going, Bill, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? How do we stop this? They're going to they're going to destroy all of us. <laughs> so, guys, I don't know. I don't know. I look. Times are changing. And Costco. Is a force to be reckoned with in the golf industry. That's all I'm saying. And if I can help them, I'll help them. But the fact is, Costco doesn't just sponsor one of the top golf podcasts for no reason. It's true, man. That's all I'm saying. It's true. Costco, thank you for sponsoring our show a second time. And uh, we look forward, <laughs> I look forward to discussing your putter, which will have some criticisms that a sponsor of your show probably would not be happy with us saying, but we're going to do it anyway. Chris. Hey, yeah, man. You ready to talk about some Costco putters? Yeah, why not? Let's do it. All right, let's start the show. So who are you? I'm Bill Bush. Some bad news. So who are you? I'm Chris McEwen. They're infected. Infected. Welcome to the show, everyone. Here we are, day 52 of the Lockdown Golf Podcast. Chris, before we get rolling here, got some housekeeping to take care of. Uh, as everybody knows, okay. day 51 here we covered. We we skipped all of our weekend catch-up and really just focused on the match, too. And so if you, if you really want those those riveting thoughts we had go back, listen to day 51, then come back and listen to this again. Um, but in day 51, you'll hear me mention about how I got nailed in the eyeball by a bug and it caused me great distress in my eye. It was, I was fresh off of this. eye I wound because that's what it felt like. Um, so I just want to give everyone an update. I know you've been waiting to hear it. Um, my eye is very red today. It's watering a lot through it has been throughout the day. Um, I can't tell you it hurts per se, but it is severely, severely irritating. Sounds like a uh like a scratch cornea. No, because that would hurt. No? Oh, I I I've I've had it before where it didn't really hurt. It was just irritated and constantly watering. And it wasn't isn't though like I mean, you know it probably isn't. Maybe it is a bu- a bug in your eye could scratch it. But I I don't feel like I'm having sure. it. There's no vision issues or no what. no no. But you can I've done it before. You can you can have a scratch cornea. And that's all it is. It's just it's like a scratch except it happens to be on your eyeball. Does it just go away? Yeah. So I don't have to panic that I might have a scratch cornea. <laughs> No, you'll be fine. That's a very real fine. question. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I know. I know. And it's like if I brought it up, but you'll be fine. You know how like if your eyes are tearing, it's like you can kind of squeeze them tight and it'll like yeah. sort of it forces the water out. Well, now I do that and it's like the eye does not love how that feels. Um I've done eye drops. I'm you know, I'm 
I'm treating this thing the best I can. I think this new diagnosis may change the approach a little. Maybe I'll put some, uh, I could probably maybe shove some liquid Benadryl in there. That seems like a good idea, right? That helps when you itch. Yeah. So I just put that in my eyeball. You have any, uh, you don't have any eye drops like Visine? Like, no, I do. I do. But Benadryl is supposed to stop itching. So if I put that yeah. in my eyeball, it should be fine. <laughs> yeah, try it. Let me okay. know how it goes. Yeah, Maybe just, rub it, just break it in like a bunch of pieces and just rub it in. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Good. No, they make like the liquid topical stuff. Oh, they do? I think so. I was, I'm not aware of, of uh, that. The, the Benadryl that I. Oh, you know what I'm thinking chewable. of? Hey, what's well, not chewable? It's a small pill that you don't even need water to swallow yeah but i mean whatever but i know i know what i'm thinking of is not benadryl it's another drill it's caladryl oh yes i'm very familiar with caladryl should i put caladryl in my eye yes do that (laughs) same thing same same okay i'm gonna put caladryl in my eye instead of these eye drops i have here and i'll let i'll get i'll let you know how it goes all right good what if i (laughs) what if i really do it uh i'll call you every name in the book and i I'll, think i don't think you would I'll just ask your wife where was she, where she was your she's the one responsible for you yeah i feel like this would be a legit like hey we're friends and all and i'm not your dad but like i'm legit disappointed in you and your wife <laughs> like right i do i do actually care about your well-being somewhat why did you put calitrol in your eye <laughs> like no i'm not what just are annoyed what are you an idiot yeah i'm not just annoyed you're an idiot because I'm used to that. Like, I don't appreciate you putting yourself in that position as my friend. <laughs> anyway, Think so while it, if you were me. Think about if you were me <laughs> for once. You'd be, you'd be go, if it was the other way around, you'd be I, you'd be like, dude, what, you're, what does it matter to you? I'm still here. It's not like you have to deal with it or help me. You're like, because I'm your friend and I'm mad at you for this. <laughs> right. Uh, all right. Well, anyway, I'll let you know how it goes because I'm still going to do it. Um, let's get into your weekend because while I had, uh, you know, a nice long, not relaxing weekend as much as I want it to be, um, yours, unless you're just really pumping the tires on this thing and it's not, it's oh, not that action packed. Speaking of pumping the tires. Oh, oh I forgot about that story. <laughs> yeah. That's what started the weekend. Chris, do, do this show a favor. <laughs> We're about five minutes in. Not counting the intro, which inevitably will be uh, half of the show. A half, a half show, right? Uh, do me a favor, and just I'm gonna mute my mic and just let you go <laughs> and tell us about your weekend. From you took Friday off, correct? Last Friday, I took Friday, I did. I took Friday off, and that so, I, yeah. I believe that's when, for lack of a better term, all the bullshit started. It's true. All so, right, uh, let's yeah, let's let's put a log in the fire. Let's go, I'm everybody. Tell, I'm gonna tell the listeners a little story about my Friday. So yeah, I took Friday off. The plan was uh, to go play some golf, 7.45 tea time, uh, out in the suburbs. And um, I was planning on leaving. It takes about 40 minutes or so to get to the course. So I was going to, and I, I um, it's our friend's course. So I wanted to get there early and, and catch up with him a little bit from a distance. So I, I was going to leave with plenty of time, probably a good hour um which is normal for well i guess in social distancing times here where you're only supposed to be there 15 minutes before your tea time yeah an hour is 
often a normal time to show up before a round of golf, but I will say if you golf or know golf with or know Chris McEwen, <laughs> you're lucky if he's there as you step on the first tee. So yeah. That in up. his mind is plenty of time. <laughs> it is. It's a good 15 minutes to catch up or whatever, and then head off onto the first tee. Well, whatever. So I, I have a, I have the Prius is parked in the garage in the building and I head out to the car and I immediately notice that it's tilted. And so uh, sure enough, front passenger tire flat, flat as can be. I'm like, well, shit, what do I do? So I, I shoot, I shoot our guy a text, let him know. I'm like, Hey, I just walked up to a flat tire. Not sure if I'm going to make it. And because he's the best, he's like, if you get here by nine, I'll get you in. When was the last time prior to this, you saw and or drove the car? That's Friday, Wednesday, Hmm. Mm -hmm. Wednesday. I, I think it was Wednesday. Yeah. So it's possible you did the damage Wednesday very possible. And yeah. you just because you, you walked away from the car and hadn't been there since you didn't see yeah. it. It had and to it have been because I think on Wednesday I went out to the burbs to see the kids. And um, so it had to have been like coming up our street or something. I, I don't know. Or is, because, well, you know, I guess what I'm trying to figure out is, is it possible sabotage? That's possible for sure. We'll see if, I, if it happens again. And okay. uh, I ended up going to get it fixed and they didn't tell me like what it was. I should have asked, but I didn't care. Um, I was just happy that it was back on the car. I feel like this is and very like, on brand for you, but yeah. It it's true. And it only cost like 35 bucks, which was amazing in the city. Oh, yeah. Anyways. So you had like, you had a nail or a screw or something. It was yeah. only 35 bucks. Yeah. They just plugged it and on our way. Um, but yeah, anyway, so since I had the time and now, he, you know, our guy was like, hey, if, if you get here, I can get you. I'm like, all right, well, I'll just change the tire. It'll take me 15 minutes, whatever. It's not that hard. Um so I pull everything out of the trunk and I get the jack out and it's the jack that comes with the car. Nothing special. Um, and it's kind of a pain in the ass to get the wheel, to get the car jacked. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but you know, I get it up there just enough to, to be able to, you know, loosen the lug nuts and pull the tire off. So I pull the tire off, I turn around, I grab the spare. And when I go back to the car, the jack collapses. Like as you turn oh. around, you see and hear it happen. Like, yeah. So literally as I was turning, as I was kind of going, you know, doing the 180, because I had the the spare on the other side of, of me, so to speak, uh, car collapses right onto the rotor of the passenger side wheel. Boom. And that didn't take any damage itself? No. It, it, wait, I'm not done. Oh, boy. <laughs> so the rotor, so the, or the, uh. The jack is kind of lodged, obviously, underneath the car, but I was able to kind of finagle it out. So I'm like, all right, well, I'll try to find a good spot to redo this like an idiot. So I do it. I, I start to jack up the car again. And sure enough, this time the jack totally collapses, bends away, and is totally 100% stuck under the car. And I'm like, you got it. <laughs> so uh, I go back inside. My wife's like, oh, what are you doing back? Like, immediately she knows, like, what happened? You know, like, the car didn't start or something. Like, I'm not tired. now, Zell. <laughs> right. I was actually quite calm. I have to say, I walked in. I'm like, well, I don't think I'm going to be able to play golf. I don't know. Um, but then I had an epiphany because I have recently added all three of my children to my car insurance plan. And so when I did that, 
I also added roadside coverage to the plan, which I didn't have before. Before it was like, whatever, just give me whatever, whatever's the normal thing, right? But since I was talking to the guy and he's like, oh yeah, you know, we'll get this this discount, this discount. I'm like, okay, well, since I'm getting this discounts, throw on the roadside. And it covers, you know, all the kids and everything and myself. I just want you to know, I was working on a joke about um, making fun of your very nice gesture, uh, taking, and you've mentioned this on the show before, of your kids are going to have plenty of obstacles here in the near future for um, income (laughs) because of things right right now. Right. And uh, you're like, if I can uh, help them out by covering stuff like car insurance, which is obviously very nice. But then I was working on a joke about paying you back for the beer. Um, (laughs) But then that led me down to because I just bought more of said beer on the Internet from my local establishment because the beer is that good. Yeah. And I was thinking about I'll just say to not be tacky because this is a this is the. You know, the path now after leave my joke, that deal they offered was not a very good deal. It Well, it was because the hat's so expensive. Right. That's the that math line. I did. I thought about That's right. that four pack of beer. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. So it was an $18 hat, but usually the hat's 25 bucks. That's where the discount came, not in the beer. Right. But even right, still, right, right. Yeah. I was like. But I get it. Yeah, I know. Hey, hey, off color. <laughs> we sponsored our yeah. show and this is a fast one you just pulled on me. <laughs> you sons of bitches. It's true. It's true. Now, this was worth interrupting your story for, but I, I feel like I wanted to express that I was going to make a joke and give you a hard time unfairly, of course. But then I went, <laughs> I got mad at off color brewing in the process. <laughs> so I ended up there and thanks, thanks to their you know what? They're not the sponsor of that show anymore. Okay. That's right. That's right. Uh, after that misdeed of theirs, you're off the hook of that joke. So you're welcome. Great. Anyway. So So, you had a brilliant idea because you've had the kids added to the insurance and now you have roadside assistance. And so I just basically, it was so easy. It took like five minutes to, you know, say like, Hey, I got a flat tire. It's at my building. Here's the address, blah, blah, blah. Guy shows up. Inside 15 minutes. Yikes. Yeah, right there, which is the beauty of kind of living in the city, too. Like, you know, these, they're everywhere. So Was he was he wearing um, a mask? Yeah, he was wearing a mask. a boy. Yeah, no, good dude. So here's the other thing. He gets to the car and he's like, you know, technically, I can't touch this car. I'm like, what are you well, talking about? He's say, like, oh, God, you, okay. You should have said that. What? I guess you didn't say who the company is. But. No, I didn't say the company. I didn't say the insurance company or anything like that. Right. Um, and they're not listening. It's fine. I don't know the guy's name. Whatever. They want to do the homework and track me down and track him down. Fine. I mean, if State, State Farm is listening. Oh, wait, what? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say. <laughs> so, so he says, I can't touch the car. I'm like, all right. Well, why? Right? I'm like, because you've, done, you've already done stuff to it. And so if I fix the car and it doesn't work, you could claim... I did it, right? Fair. Fine. In this litigious world we live in, litigious country, oh I get it. Were so, you keeping your composure during this or were you being kind of short? I, like, well, why? No, no, no. No, I was like, oh, really? And he's like, yeah, here's why. And I was like, all right. Like, here's, here's what I'll do. I'm going to put, I'm going to, because he was already by the car. Mm-hmm. And so I walked over to his truck and I said, 
I'm going to put this money right here. And if you want to put the tire on it, on the car, you can keep this money. <laughs> and, uh, and he's like, all right. And he put the tire, you put the spare on. Like, great. Problem solved. Um, that's, a little, that's a little cash can't fix, my friend. There's so many things. I feel like if you just told me this story, I wouldn't care, but it's on the podcast now. <laughs> and I'm like, like the podcast guy here is like, oh, Chris, no. I mean, the text messaging me about it. I was like, hell yeah. Awesome. Right. Right. But like, I feel like we can't, we can't put this on recordings. Uh, oh, it's fine. Who cares? I so, that guy showed so up in sensitive. less than fifteen minutes with a mask on, and you're gonna do him dirty. There's someone's gonna figure it out. They're gonna do it. No one's gonna figure it out. I'll bet you. Bet me the money. I'll bet me the money that I gave him. Do you know how bad I want you to say how much it was? But we can't do that just because. No, I'm not doing that. I have some sense. As I say because that's just tacky. Right. Um. Right. I just so anyway. I do want you to cars- know that's information I am gonna find out from you. <laughs> So the cars, you want to bet me on the radio, Good on the radio, on, on the recording. So we have record of it. Bet you what I think it was. No, bet me that they're going to track us down and make me. Oh, no, they're no one give the tire back or something. I don't no, know what they would no do. No one anyway. listens to this effing show. He's not, <laughs> that's not going to happen. Right. So <laughs> yeah, this will be the one that like blows up. Right. <laughs> but, uh, but anyways, well, Jesus Christ, how did we have a thousand lit lizards? Oh, Chris McEwen.com yeah. insurance. Everyone fraud. got word. Everyone got <laughs> Got the word that I bribed a, a roadside repair guy. Oh, Anyways, so off he, I go so to the golf course. It. That's great. Oh yeah, he did it real quick. It was fine. It was great. That stuff happens every day. It's not a big deal. Anyways, <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I just want the description for this episode to be quote. This stuff happens every day. It's no big deal. End quote. <laughs> Thanks for quarantining with us. Something that my father in law taught me was that. Uh, if you if you give people enough cash, you can get them to do pretty much anything you want them to do. Story of my life, you know what I'm saying? So it's uh, I've I've I remember like like we don't that dude he's we're gonna get off on a tangent here, but that dude, um, if you get to a restaurant and there's a wait, like that dude fixes it. He's one of those he's one of those old school guys that's like, and he does he's got the handshake like the money handshake down so you don't even know you don't even see it. Right, you guys like, show up you guys so show cool. up to your local uh chilies and there's a way do, no 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 we're not going to chilies with him he's not doing chilies we're talking I like we're, I, we're talking like uh viagra triangle restaurants i don't appreciate you not humoring the joke oh so, sorry thanks well, for it's getting, not realistic <laughs> that's why it's a joke that's how humor right, works Tell the joke. No, now we'll go in. We'll go down your <laughs> your road here. You guys go to like, you just go somewhere quick and cheap and easy. So you go to Hugo's Frog Bar, and no, you go next door. We go we go to Gibson's a lot. No, see, I just figured Gibson's oh. was too on the nose because you guys oh, are so sure. cool. We don't go to Chili's. <laughs> so you go to Hugo's, and he's just like, yeah, we're in and out here. What's what is the dollar amount? it takes that he has to pay to play at Hugo's to get you a table ASAP. Well, we, uh, at Hugo's probably, I don't know, somewhere around 20 to 40 bucks. Doesn't take much, man. That's what I was wondering. Yeah. 20 bucks gets you. I mean, at a Chili's 20 bucks gets you to the front of the line right away. 
real quick. Hugo's might be a little different because, you know, it's Hugo's and it's kind of a thing or whatever. So it might be a little bit more, but, but otherwise, no. I mean, 20 bucks gets you the front of line anywhere in the suburbs. There are a lot of Chad and Todd's at Gibson's willing to give them 80 bucks of their dad's money to get a table faster. Oh, absolutely. So for sure. All right. Most of those kids, most of those guys, including my father-in-law have a booth. Yeah. So like, so, so father-in-law and I had the Gibsons and they see him and they say, Oh, Hey, Mr. Actually, he's a justice technically. So they call him justice. Oh, well uh, now the pieces are falling <laughs> into place here. It has nothing to do with the twenty forty dollars If we're being honest. Well, no, that's the places that he's not recognized at. Yeah, and then oops, his business well, he, card in there, and he's like, "If you know what's good for you," and they're like, "Never mind, no, okay." He, right. He's retired now, but no, anyways. But yeah. uh, to that point, uh, I know how all those retired people in that line of work go. You're never really retired. Your sphere of influence <laughs> is alive well, till you true. die. That is very true. Oh, you got a that's ticket in uh, like DeKalb County? Call Chris's yeah. father-in-law; he'll take care right. of it. Right. Anyway, yeah, let's tell some stories off the off the. I don't know if I want to know that dude. Maybe they're golf. They're good golf course stories. Oh, you want to know him? He, the dude's amazing. No, he's, I didn't say that. Great. I don't know if I know, oh. want to know the stories. I'll know him. Let's go play some golf. Oh, you're not gonna. Oh, you're not gonna play golf with him. He doesn't play golf. That's even the better time for it then. Like, hey, I know you don't play golf, but let's do it. <laughs> right. Anyways, off the golf course I go, and I have a lovely time. Beautiful golf course. He wasn't lying when the when he said the golf course is in the best shape it's ever been in. And uh, I shot a smooth little 87. How's that stupid hole playing? The second one? I like that hole. No, I do too, but it's a stupid hole. Oh, I really like it. See, I, I don't want so to confuse you. you. I like how the you, hole. It's a dumb hole. It? Do you play it aggressively or do you play it like a six iron off the tee? Yeah, it totally depends on my mood that day. Yeah, see, that's why I like that hole. Yeah, it's fine. It's stupid and, hole, and it, it's fine. It, uh, all right. I, I think I don't, I don't like calling it stupid. I don't think that's, I don't think it's a stupid hole. I, there are stupid holes out there. Yeah, but I don't course, know. But like, see, it's all in the tone, right? Like, that is a stupid hole. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, yeah, that's a stupid right. hole. It's a dumb right. hole. Right. But I like I it. it. I got it. I, um, yeah, because you can play it so many different ways. I, I have, I've tried to bend, I've tried to f- like hit a big fade driver. Do you know what they call like, that? Really? A slice? <laughs> Like a, well, yeah, basically, but it's like a controlled slice, right? Right, right. It's like a, a slice of the point. So I've, I've tried doing that. I've tried taking the, the gap or the corner with a, like a three wood. And then as Friday, since I didn't get to get loose or anything, and uh, I just hit a six iron and then followed up with like a nine iron into the green. Two putt and I was on my way. Yeah. It's, but, uh, always play golf. That's, that's ChrisMcEwen.com. But, uh, but yeah, I had a, had a a good time cruised through the first six holes cruised. I must've played the first six holes in 20 minutes. Okay. Just was rolling through. And then of course you run into other people and you had to wait, but, um, still a three and a half hour rounder. So it wasn't too bad, but, um, but that was fun. And then, you know, got tire fixed fine Sunday. Played another round with our pal J Riv out in Algonquin, Golf Course of Illinois. Mm-hmm. Very smushy and spongy and wet from the uh, the rain. Uh, while I was at the golf course, 
Oh, I forgot about uh, how you played this round, by the way. Oh, yeah. We can talk about that if you want. Um, video coming soon. Actually, I just got the draft finished today. While I was at the golf course, I got a message from my wife who is at home. And I don't know how to tell you this, Bill, because I know you were you were very close to her. But uh, Jennifer, remember Jennifer? Uh, we named we named her on the show together. Yes, my start my starter. Yes. So Jennifer is no more. <laughs> She's not with us anymore. No, Jen, there's now a Jennifer too. I started up. <laughs> Start off a new Jennifer. Is a Roman numeral um, too? I it's like junior. Yes. Okay. Right. Um, yeah. So my wife on Sunday, which she tends to do when I go play golf, she um she keeps herself busy by baking. And you know, her all her banana breads and and all those kinds of things. Well, she threw on the uh the oven to preheat the 350. And it just so happens I keep my starter in there because it's 80 degrees and nice and cozy for the starter to do its work. And so she basically cooked Jennifer to death <laughs> accidentally. Oh, so, <laughs> yeah, so, so I, I had to start over with my starter, which is fine. I was contemplating doing it anyways, what? but I'd kind of started to grow attached to her. What kind of container do you keep Jennifer in and Jennifer Jr.? It's like a glass. Um, it's a glass jar. It's like a. Okay, so at least you didn't have like melted plastic all over. No, the no, no, no. This is it's a really nice like both you know like one of those latch lid kind of jars. What is this? Some Pyrex? <laughs> That's not a Pyrex, but close, but close. But yeah, so uh, so I had to replace Jennifer. So uh, like uh, I've uh, I started started from scratch with the starter. Anyways, what hole were um, you on when you got texted this tragedy? Um, I was on the front nine, I believe. And let me ask and, you. Uh, yeah. How did it feel to play the rest of that golf with that sorrow in your heart? You know, it was, it was, I persevered, but, um, I definitely carried it with me. Um, mm -hmm. you know, Jennifer was on my mind the entire time, uh, during that back nine, but, um, I you know, you just got to bear how, down. Yeah. And I can't imagine how long that drive home was. Yeah, it was rough. You know what? Rough. Now I know why you didn't want to record a show on Sunday. <laughs> and I'm thought it was you were strangely quiet, and now it all makes right. sense. Right, I was in mourning. No, well, I'm sorry to hear that, man. I'm I'm sorry yeah. for your loss. Thanks, Bill. Do you think anybody's gonna be like you guys are being too trivial about this, and we don't appreciate you like mocking uh, the loss of a loved one during these times? <laughs> right, right. Well, that's why I avoided using the word I did off mic for that exact reason. I wasn't gonna call it that. Because... I did. I did on mic. Hot mic, I did. I said Did it. you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. Oh, fine. I missed. I did it. Okay. Anyways. All I'm, right. The whole point of this show right now is to have an escape and not have a big dump in your pants. So <laughs> it's true. I'm sorry so, if I um, offended anybody with Chris losing his his friggin' yeast. <laughs> I gotta I gotta say though, the new starter, Jennifer Two, uh, is looking really good. I don't like you calling really her Jennifer good. too. Like to me, okay, well, lean into it and call her Jennifer Jr. But I don't want to think that a junior uh kind of to me feels like it it's a lesser of the other or something, or like a child. Oh when there's I, no real relation. That is a good point. I think you gotta have it Jennifer 
I think you keep it Jennifer with a different spelling, like one N or a Y right, or, or a G something. or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> and what the difference yeah. is, your old one was Jennifer. This is Jennifer as well with a different spelling, but she goes by Jenny. Right. Yeah, I think that's what so you a do. a little more playful. She's a little more playful. A little younger. A little younger. Yeah, a little younger. Right, right. A little spunky. Kind of glad you didn't meet her at an earlier stage of your life. Right. You know, just you guys, you guys came right. into each other's lives at exactly the right time because, right. frankly, been ready for her. she needed to grow up a little. Right. It's true. But hey, we're glad she, we're glad you found her. Yeah. Same here. Um, <laughs> so yeah, back to the golf the round of golf at, uh, it's at GCI. This fucking show. I t- <laughs> <laughs> a couple of idiots. It's the best. It's the best. It's the best. I love Lockdown Golf Podcast. Um, <laughs> Uh, anyways, well, th- that makes two of us, I guess. That's a, probably the only two, right? Fair Maybe enough. Your moms, but uh, no, my mom doesn't like it, especially yeah. My, yeah. my mom doesn't listen at all, and it's I don't like, oh want them. God. He's to. doing that thing where he's an idiot, and I don't want to hear it. He's a whack job. So, he's into golf, right? So, um, yeah, I only played with five clubs at Golf Course of Illinois. Five clubs and a putter. And the reason I did that was because I took all the sub seventy stuff that they gave us, which is five clubs, and just ran with it. And it was awesome. Yeah, I, I told Jay I was sad because we had this big vision of grandeur where we were going to play a match with only the clubs. But then um, considering we would need to be able to play in more than a twosome and he like that required us to and then him to be there, it wasn't possible. And I was like, right, that sucks. And but- I, I kind of felt bad. <clears throat> and I know the I know our sub 70 guys wouldn't if I like if they hear me say this, be like, dude, we don't care. But like. We've had those clubs for a long time. No, you've and had them for a long time. Y- y- yes. Right. Okay. Just make sure we, we with I, you and J-Riv, not me. Yeah. Yeah. J-Riv and I. Yeah. Because and I so have I, pumped I, out the sub 70 content and have just sucked in the clicks. Right. And so I wanted to kind of knock it out and be like, yeah. we got to get the stuff back to them. Yeah. Enough is enough and that whole thing. Um, so, yeah, but I played with five clubs and a putter, shot an 85. Don't hate it. Kind of like it. Uh, the, the nine iron from a hundred yards or so was a challenge because I haven't really done that. And that's the kind of shot that you have to, you know, after like, I can barely hit a hundred yard or I can barely hit a touch shot with my wedges now, you know, after three rounds, let alone a nine iron. So I'm trying to float in like soft fades at 125 yards with a nine iron. And you haven't had, I'm doing the math on this. You've only been playing 10 years and you haven't had a bunch of lessons I haven't had any lessons. Yeah. So <laughs> you don't know. You probably, I mean, maybe, I don't know. Maybe you've seen some videos and stuff on TV and golf digest stuff. But like you probably don't know all the stupid little, like, dude, you got to take like 50 yards off of a club. If you just like, you know, uh, tap it on the butt end of it twice and wink at it, it'll automatically do it. Like you don't know all this, <laughs> like all jokes, no, like no, all the dumb little tricks. Like, yeah, if you choke up this much or do this, do that, yeah. like you don't, no, you just don't know no. all those little like battle acquired goofy things. Not, not really. I mean, I know, I, I know some of them from a, just a field perspective and I, you know, I can, right. Um, just the swing kind of uh swing style, like, you know, out to in or into out and that kind of stuff. Right. But, um, but yeah, not only that, but I was also playing with clubs that I'd never hit in like real life. Yeah. When you can hit, let's be honest, even with your swing speeds that, uh, 
that nine iron and that set yeah. is like yeah. a hundred and eighty-five yard club. Right. <laughs> well, that's what ended up happening. So what happened, and this is kind of cool, is that I would just start playing to like one sixty. Like what's gonna get me to one sixty from wherever I am? And then I would just throw nine iron at it. Be like, okay, great. That worked. And then yeah. if I was in like if I was around the green somewhere, I would just grab the six iron and I would just kind of, you know. I have, two, run it up there. I have two questions out of your, your sub 70 video. So JRF came and picked up because I needed the 699 six iron from him for something. Mm -hmm. And then he picked up another one of their clubs I had because he's sneak peek. JRF's going out there soon for a fitting. Yeah. Um, yeah. He noted to me he was going to get also get more b-roll is that for the visit video or is that for your five club video for the five club video we need b-roll for the visit video i know he's gonna get that when he goes so he needs b-roll for both is what you're telling me yeah but that's not why he went to go get the club the club from you well no i know that oh yeah i know why he got the club from me that's not a mystery i think I do. oh that's not a mystery no, to me though no we he, he and i already talked about if when he goes to grab some some more B-roll stuff. Um, and is that for both of your sub-70 videos then? No, no, no. That's no, what no, I was asking. No, okay, no. It's That's for, the, for our video. For the visit video. The one that you care about. Right. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> I am very supportive of your endeavor and you know I'm it. I'm just kidding. You, I know. Anyways, um, yeah, so he's in it. So we're going to, uh, Sunday when we go play in Lockport, I think we're going to play Broken Arrow. Mm-hmm. Um, we may grab some more just kind of outdoor footage of the uh, clubs themselves. I don't know. It's not necessary. It's not necessary, but it was in the back of my mind. And then he kind of brought it up and I was like, yeah, I might as well do it. Cause I kind of want to flip this video pretty quick. Cause I'm kind of starting to get into that rhythm where, you know, we have our stuff we, and we make our weekly show and then I can do like a course video and just kind of start, you know, doing that kind of stuff. But, uh, and I thought about actually using some of the footage from our visit to the shop. But I was like, eh, it doesn't really work. And so anyways, <laughs> here's a video from when there's still eight inches of snow on the ground. Yeah. Well, it would have been indoors. It would have been in the shop. Ah, uh, okay. Because I, I, I reference how the clubs are built, you know, here's, uh, there. Here's my question for you. Oh, actually I have another point about sub 70 after we get through this important question, even if we don't get in okay. a fight over it. <laughs> All right. Even though I wasn't there physically, you know, was there in spirit. Do, yeah. Do I at least get a shout out in the video? No. God damn it! It's like why do I? Even I don't reference. You? I don't. <laughs> I'm your. I'm your genuine how friend. Would, how would I reference you in a video in a club review video? Wink and blow a kiss. I don't know. Oh, you want me to like? You want me to do the Jason Kid like face wipe or something? <laughs> I will if that's what you want me to do. I will if that's what you want me to do. I know you're joking, but now this is a serious thing, and I kind of think you mean it. Uh, uh, now it's happening. Now it's happening. I'm doing, the, I'm doing the Jason Kidd. <laughs> that's pretty funny. <laughs> oh, this is a, this, uh, this laughing is not good for my bug eyes <laughs> at all. Zero percent. Oh, it hurts. Uh, it actually hurts now. I would like to add, <laughs> I did put some eye drops in live on air. 
just saying so everybody knows <laughs> really and i'm not gonna lie i didn't do a very good job of it because I'm, I'm a baby when it comes to eyes but don't worry i can't put more in for like another six hours or whatever that's all right i'm right. gonna go to bed right um yeah. sub 70 so j rib drops off the 699 six iron right. on sunday and <laughs> what do i see lying just so invitingly in the yard but a orange foam golf ball in my side yard. Oh, and yeah. I have this perfect looking sub 70, <laughs> 699, six iron in my hand. Look down at it, look across the street at my neighbor's house, look back down on the ball, fluff it up a little bit and just rip <laughs> it. Dude, it flew and should not like I smacked this thing and I should it should even get close to making it across the street. Yeah. Landed and hit the far curb on a fly and I had to go fish <laughs> it out of the street. But I was like, oh, my God. So yeah. he's out on his porch. Oh, this is also my uh, this is my uh, co-founder of Raccoon Trails National Golf Club, which oh, we've made no progress on because, you know, floods of 2020. Yeah. And um, so I'm like, I walk over. He's like, you just hit that from your yard? It's like, yeah, man. It's awesome. <laughs> so then I go back, I go and I like put it in his in his parkway, right? In the grass there. And now the difference is I'm hitting it back to my yard. I gotta keep it under the trees in his parkway, then the trees in my parkway, and then carrying. So move it back in the stance, just you know, rip a nice plowed swing through there and just hit this missile of a shot. It just low burner right where I was starting when I hit the shot in my yard before. I mean, like oh, I, wow. I couldn't have placed it better. And, I just, mm-hmm. and he, I like turn and look at him like, like I'm a real impressive golfer. And he, and the best part was, <laughs> I was like, Holy shit. That was amazing. <laughs> like, that's right, man. And then I can't remember who I texted. Was it you guys where I said, yeah, it's yeah. the sub seventy six ninety nine iron is literally the best foam golf club or foam ball golf club in the world i'm not even joking <laughs> like it's 100 percent true i just i almost want to be like hey guys i need a set of that just for uh playing rounds with foam golf balls in the neighborhood right, right. and i did think of going hey uh that demo set i said it's on back um can i keep it for the uh, you guys are big you guys are early supporters of raccoon trails so Right, right. Now that you know, and the funny thing is, I think if I tied it to that, they'd totally be like, "Really? All right, make content about it, and we'll call right, it even." Right. <laughs> like, right. All right. And then, though, that <laughs> makes it. I mean, I'd have to do more work, and I would be like, "Never mind. Why did I agree to this?" <laughs> all right. So you survived yeah, your round playing weekend, pretty much playing. Yeah. What, what are you talking about? There's only Sunday afternoon. You said it. Drive home. You said yes. You started Jenny, so that was good. But get me through the rest of Sunday and Monday. Uh, I don't think I have anything else. That was it. I mean, that's that's the those are the stories that I had. I mean, that's plenty, obviously. But nothing else really. I just felt like with that momentum you had, surely more had to happen, either good or bad. (laughs) No, no, that was. uh, I think that about did it. my wife did make a blueberry lemon bread, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which That's we haven't we haven't busted into yet, but it looks the part. 
Did I tell you so, what my mom's been making? We got a new one. It's still in the baking family, but we have uh, shifted off of bread into a new category, and it's unreal. <laughs> She's been making okay. whoopie pies. Really? Homemade whoopie pies. She did some for my wife's birthday. They were like a white cake and a cream cheese frosting with like oh, sprinkles man. around the edge. And I, I, yeah. I got in a big fight with my mom. I'm like, why couldn't you go? Like, why'd you like go buy? Can you buy some for me? Like bring some for <laughs> Memorial Day. And she's like, I made those. I'm like, you didn't make those. And she got like mad. I was insulting her. I'm like, no, no, no. They were like too good. I go, there's no way these aren't store bought. Or bakery bought. And she's like, no, I yeah, made yeah. them. I was like, those were incredible. So then for uh, our little Memorial Day meal distribution, as you know, we've covered on the show through <laughs> literally three major holidays we've had since being in lockdown. Um, <laughs> we did our usual fuel or fuel. What? Meal distribution process. Uh, smoked a brisket. That was a tragedy as well. <laughs> oh, I didn't even get into my brisket tragedy. We both had tragedies. Um, and loving food, but, um, she made a, made chocolate whoopie pies. One of them had a chocolate marshmallow frosting and the other one had just cream cheese frosting and they had like chocolate sprinkles around the outside. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. How big are they? Like the size of your palm or like, what are we talking? Uh, like, you know, like the size of a round coaster. Okay. Yeah. So true to size, good size. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. They are unbelievable. I like it. Yeah, we um we did did you see the the picture I posted uh of our city s'mores? Yes. And yeah, I had so a s'more. I did it. I had a question about doing the um just so everybody knows Chris McEwen and I are also text messaging while recording the podcast. <laughs> and you know what? You started it. I did. 100%. I'm not mad at it. I will do it all I want. <laughs> I'm well trained in text messaging and having a conversation from my work, so I can do it. All right, there you go. Um, now that I've distracted everybody telling that story, whoopie pies, right? That's what we're doing. No, the picture, no, the picture yeah. of uh, the s'mores, um, the graham crackers being on the grill. Don't know how I felt. They were for the record. Chris, they weren't on the grill. They weren't on the grill. He puts They're this on like my, sheet my thing contraption. Yeah, which is funny that that exists. Um, yeah, found at Bed Bath and Beyond. Is that closing? Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> is that just so the chocolate will melt on it? Right. Yes. Well, why not just let the chocolate melt with the marshmallow like it normally does, and not have like a weirdly warm graham cracker? I don't think the graham cracker does. The graham cracker. The grand. The grand. The graham. Cracker, it doesn't really get that warm because it doesn't take much for that chocolate to start to melt, really. Okay. And it's you take like them off issue. before the marshmallows? Um, I know I take, so the marshmallows brown up and then I throw the marshmallows on the graham and chocolate and then I slide them off of that little platter. Okay. But yeah, th yeah, the graham cracker, we haven't experienced any, uh, any warmth from the graham cracker. It's funny you were making those because... I was saying that I'm like, man, we need to make s'mores soon. So bad. God, they're, they're so good. There was a time so when I was like in my, I still played college hockey days and was in good shape and had a normal, like in shape athlete body. 
those were the days. Um, and the metabolism of, you know, like a 13 year old when I was 19. Um, well, I do have a story about that, by the way, but okay, go ahead. All right. And, uh, I went, I I can't remember. It was my, the first time or like second time I went on vacation with my now wife's family. We were dating them Mm -hmm. and we went to this lake house they would go to every year and we were like let's make s'mores but you can't like weren't allowed to have fires on these beaches or something so we were just making them inside on the stove right yeah and i'm like all right i'm gonna have another one and i was at like three and i go i go i wonder how many of these i could eat she's like (laughs) how many she goes how many do you think you could eat i go i mean right now i think i could eat like a million no problem. It's like Cool Hand Luke. Did you have a bunch of? Did everyone right. bet if you could eat a hundred s'mores? No, but that's a whole <laughs> other story that we can get into another time. Uh, that's mm-hmm. a that's a golf course. I, I'll give you a good six holes of, on that on this. Um, not on that s'mores. trip. No, on oh oh, um, the peanut gallery participation of the s'mores. <laughs> I'll it, say that. So anyway. She's just like, and I go, here's the thing. If I'm going to get going on seeing how many I can eat, like I can't be making them too. I'm like, you just got to keep making them. I'll keep eating them. She's like, done. <laughs> let's go. I think the number before I quit was 24. Or no, oh I, God, maybe I man. said 24 and ate like 19, but it was okay. oh, comfortable like, double digits. Yeah. A, I'm surprised you didn't leave that place with the diabetes. I might have. I don't know. I've never gotten tested. <laughs> you'd know by now. Pretty sure you'd know by now. I mean, there's a difference between knowing and acknowledging, right? Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> oh, I love you. Yeah, Every time you see true. me, you're going to be like, does he have any diabetes uh, <laughs> things happening right now that he's just not? And I'll uh, be like, damn it, Chris, you caught me. I'm just going to I'm just going to carry insulin around with me every time <laughs> we hang out. Just just to have it. Just, you never know. Sal's <laughs> like. Did you remember your insulin? Right. Remember oh, Bill's insulin? Shit, I forgot it. <laughs> Why do you have insulin? Uh, I play golf with this guy sometimes, and I do a, po- I'm have, I do a podcast my golf with bag, him. My golf bag, I'll have insulin and an EpiPen just for <laughs> we play golf together. Yeah, definitely need those things, especially when I scratch my eye. I'm like, I think EpiPens help with like swelling and irritation, too. Uh, should we just EpiPen my, my scratch cornea? <laughs> Got some calico? It won't take that long. Just oh yeah. god that would hurt so bad <laughs> oh um i know we're uh we're 40 million hours into this show but uh i feel like i have one more topic we should cover okay what people may or may not know is that costco or can you give me a costco say it the right way costco, costco. you gotta call it, you gotta call it the costco the costco has become one of the hottest brands in golf equipment. Okay, let's just call a spade a spade. They are it's true. It's true, man. They can't keep anything in stock that they make. PXG was coming in. Bob Parsons, this Elisa Lob, that uh, what's her name? Chelsea Pizzola, who yeah. right getting all those Instagram girls on his stable of tour pros. And selling his $3,500, you know, fairway woods. 
came up to me. No, no, it's irons. I'm like, okay, you clearly oh, didn't whatever. get the hyperbole here. Right. Uh, GoDaddy.com, am I right? He got overtaken as a hot new up and coming <laughs> brand in golf by Costco. By good old Kirkland brand from the Costco. It got started with the Kirkland signature golf ball, a four piece golf ball that no joke was like $24 shipped yeah. for two dozen balls. Yeah. A four piece golf and it, ball. And it was a great golf ball. No, I'm it's not. Legit, let's, was, let's not be, let's not be crazy. It wasn't great, but I thought it was a great golf ball. They went, I guess, I guess cause I'm building in the cost with the value and the performance. I have a whole, yeah, I go into that. Not quite as much as, uh, the legends, my golf spy did. But right, I actually right. read their piece on it and went, you know what? I don't disagree with what they're saying here for once. Um, but I, I kind of addressed that in my review of the Kirkland signature golf ball from like right when we started the site. But it's four piece golf ball. And they're like, this is comparable to every high end tour grade ball on the market. And you're getting it for like a quarter of the price. Yeah. So, of course, everyone buys them up like crazy. And we're talking to the point where people were starting to sell a like split the two pack apart and selling a dozen of them on eBay for like eighty two dollars. Yeah, um, that that happened. That was real. Yeah. And they, Costco, I like, couldn't keep them on the shelves. So. Truth be told, the ball actually at first, like, yeah, it's not too bad. And then you spend some time with it. Then you are A-B testing with other ball, another ball you really like. You're like, you know what? It's fine for like a dollar, a you know, a dollar ball. It's perfectly fine. I still play them. Like I still have them. I go, I'm not playing for anything. I just need a ball to bang around. I'll use these. Right. Okay. But sure. I won't try to convince you. This is just as good as my Bridgestone tour BX, or this is just as good no. as a tailor-made TP. I wouldn't go X, that far. Right. No, I wouldn't go that but far. people would, and they do. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I guess I wouldn't. Yeah. So they're just I wouldn't go that far. They're not that good. But hey, you get 24 decent balls for $24. Okay. Um yeah. now the story goes, for those who want the background, was I don't know if people know this, but Callaway is not a good example. Titleist isn't a good example, but a lot of golf ball manufacturers have somebody else making their golf balls, right? Whether it's white label. Yeah. Vice, yep. Snell, I'm not saying any of these do. I don't know. But theoretically, all these brands might not yeah. do it themselves. They outsource it to somebody. Right. And there was some, the story goes, there was some brand who had this whole plan and they were going to get into that like straight to consumer premium golf balls at a discount game. They made a ton of these golf balls. The business basically fell apart. Couldn't do them. Had to offload the inventory. Costco, right. this is Costco, and that's like that is their model. Said, all right, we'll take them, and then they brand them as Kirkland and sell them, and the rest is history. They blow up. Well, right. they eventually run out of. They've quickly run out of that inventory, and there's such a demand for them. Well, now that they go, we need to get someone else to make more golf balls. So they made more batches. I want to say they've done the four piece ball like in maybe like four or five times, and then I know. It wasn't the last one as a one before, but they just had horrible durability issues and they've, they've, yeah. they've never quite caught that same lightning in a bottle again, but 
you know, it's still, they're a thing. Well, then they came out with a three-piece ball that is widely accepted, is not anywhere near as good, and is not, again, not the same lightning in a bottle, but the price is a little better, and some people get I know a guy who, that's all he plays now. And he doesn't say it's really? the best ball. He's like, I get, I get. Yeah, you get you get so many golf balls for twenty four balls cheap. for yeah. it's like twenty dollars, and he can just pick them yeah. up every time he goes to Costco. Right. Side so note: No guy at a very lucrative golf club that uh, you're lucky to ever eat, like see inside of it all, and he only, he only wears Costco golf gloves. <laughs> of course. And I'm like, why do you do this? Like, because I get them for like five bucks a glove and can go through them all I want, and they're fine. I said, yeah. I okay. Um, yeah. And for the record, that glove is fine. But then you go wear a decent glove after wearing. You go, never mind, it's trash. All yeah. right. So anyway, <laughs> Costco has been successful via the Kirkland golf ball lines. They've had not Kirkland branded, but they're like an in-house branded. Uh, push cart and range finder and all this stuff usually does well. Then around November last year, an ad for one of the golf balls shows up and there's like just the toe of a, of the, the toe end of the sole of a putter behind the golf ball. And there's it clearly, it's like half of the logo for Kirkland. Yeah. And it was like, that's a Kirkland branded putter. Are there going to be Kirkland branded putters? And that started in like October, November of 2019. Yeah. And then yeah. finally, you know, a month or two later, someone sees a box on a pallet labeled KS1 putters or something like that. Mm-hmm. And like, guys, I saw the box and starts asking questions. People are calling their stores, reaching out. Costco's like, hey, we don't have anything in our system, whatever. Well, then come like January, they're starting to get, yeah, people are starting to get more info. They're like, yeah, they're in our system. They're going to be online only or they're going to be in store only, whatever. But they're a thing now. And then out of nowhere from the clouds in April, they hit the Kirkland KS1 putter is officially released on Costco.com. Right. Sells out for, for $150. 150, 150 right. It was like $140 in store, $150 online. Yeah. Sell out instantly. And then right. these weights, these weight kits you can buy separately for $40 to because if you want to change the weights and change up your putter, we're still around. Um, but now those are sold out too. And the eBay prices were just outrageous. I mean, we're talking <laughs> 300 some bucks for this putter. People wanted it. Then they showed up randomly one day on the internet again on Costco.com. Seemed to be much more inventory and uh, they lasted, I want to say, three days. And um, I just want to make the announcement. I got one. I got my hands on one. And you didn't have to go to eBay for it. Did not have to go to eBay. I got it from from the Costco.com. Costco.com. That's right. And uh, I i mean, I'm not going to lie. I got this putter out of curiosity. I had to see for myself. And because I know the people want it. It's the probably most highly anticipated equipment review in the golf industry of 2020. 
it, I, I don't know if you're making a joke about that, but you're not wrong. You're not that far off. I'm both. I'm serious. And <laughs> right, right. Right. I'm making a joke of it because it's ridiculous, but it's true. Rick but Shields. Also very true. The legend that is Rick Shields. Now that I'm joking about, it, I don't like Rick Shields. Has a YouTube video about it. Got his hands on one in England, and people like moth to a flame with that thing. Just so yep. like, oh, his video. Of course, like it's not. I haven't watched it because I just I can't do it. I'll have to like jam a pencil in my good eye. <laughs> um, but it's, people are just freaking out. There's a review on it. So I'm like, guys, you need this. I'll give it to you. So most of you, as you're listening to this, you can head over to DriveRangeHeroes.com and get my re- full review and yeah. see the pictures of the Kirkland Signature KS1 putter. Here's what I'll tell you. I'm going to give you some quick hits here, Chris, if that's okay with you. Yeah, do it. I'm, I'm intrigued. I sent you and j a picture, and yep. you will notice it is a wider profile answer to shape. Yes. For those of you, blade. a blade putter, a, th- right. a wider blade, not like a square right. back, but a little meatier and square and boxy. So for those of you who don't know what an answer to is, you might think it's a Newport two, like Scotty Cameron. Um, do me a favor. Go learn about golf. Stop calling <laughs> it a Newport two shape. Show some respect. Thank you. Answer. Answer was the first for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like you see an answer with like, oh, that, and I love Byron Morgan. That's like, oh, that's like a DH89. You're like, are you effing kidding me? <laughs> if I know that, everyone should know that. Because right. God knows I'm not an equipment junkie at all. It's ping answer I, and the I, ping I, I answer to yeah. just been ripped right. off by everybody. And that's right. fine. It, they are the best blade shapes ever invented. Correct. So it's a thicker uh, answer to shape. The stock had the stock offering comes with two 10 gram weights in the sole for a 345 gram total head weight, which is sort of a weird number for modern day putters, which are typically in the 350 to 360 range blade putters, which, okay, fine. Now, Interesting. Okay. As let me put that in terms people might care about. It's going to make the balance and feel seem weird, especially. Yeah. Because the grip is a super stroke 2.0, I'm sorry, countercore mid slim 2.0 grip. So it's a little thick, some weight. A countercore means it yeah. counterbalances your putter and puts more weight at the other end of it. You usually at the grip end of it, which you usually do for a heavier head, whether it's a driver or whatever. So it's a lighter head with a countercore grip. That's weird. This is where you mm-hmm. need that lucrative weight kit they were selling that god forbid you spend costs on it people are buying them for like 75 dollars on ebay right now you could balance your weight out a little bit you could also rip that grip off but get some lead tape some interesting choices so far then it's not a 34 inch putter it's not a 35 inch putter it's a 34 and a half inch putter again another weird choice yeah. So, and I want to remind you, $150 putter. It is, see, I'm still confused on this. It is fully forged and CNC milled with a milled 
stainless steel insert. I don't really understand <laughs> the forge, yeah. like how it's forged and CNC. I mean, you can do this. You can definitely yeah. do this. Like, right, a lot of wedges, right? They're forged and then they mill sure. the faces and lines. Like, it's, sure. it's, I'm not saying it's not doable. It just seems like a weird thing. I'm sure there's a, a mass produce wholesale reason for it. Right. right. Um, I'm not going to lie to anybody. You aren't going to get this and go, yep, this is a 400. This is just as good and looks just as nice as a $400 Scotty Cameron or Bettinardi. It's not there. Is it better than pro- a lot of like $100 or less parties you're going to get? Sure. But you start getting this 150 price point. You might as well. I feel like you might as well save and spend the extra 40, 50 bucks and get a much better putter. Or I, say, I think my my Cleveland's only like 200 bucks or something like that. Yeah. And then Odyssey has had plenty of great putters sure, at 150 sure. buck price marks, price points. That's what I meant to say. And I mean, then you start getting into like if you look on eBay, whatever. Right. So it's a, to me, it's sort of a. It's sort of a weird price point. And I think ultimately what it comes down to is if you're at Costco and you pick one up, which it'll be in a giant box. So I don't know how you're supposed to look at the putter first, but that's for you guys to figure out or just order it online. And you're just like, wow, this putter really speaks to me and I love everything about it. Hey, good for you. That's sort of the that's sort of the best part about putters. It's they're very subjective. But um, here's what I'd say. At best, in my opinion, this thing is a novelty and a conversation piece, which is like honestly my favorite part about it. I mean, like it, as long as it can like comfortably putt, the funniest. Like I, I texted with a friend who has access to a, uh, I'll say, many PGA event hosted venue in the area that is private. Okay. And he's like, yeah, I'll see. I should see if I can get us out there soon once they start letting, you know, guests come. And I go, yeah, I'm 100 percent going to bring the Costco putter to play out there. (laughs) I love the concept of that. And he goes, the funny thing is the member like there'll be plenty of Costco putters on that golf course now. Yeah. Yeah. But just the idea of like, does that say Kirkland on the back of it? I'd be like, oh, yeah, sure does. (laughs) And I have to tell you, like it. To me, it looks like gaudy and cheap. It's they made some bad steps in it where they didn't have to in terms of appearance or what have you. But yeah, it's just conceptually hilarious. I love it. It's so funny to me. And you can get the full review right now, right now, right now, right now. Unless you listen to this before 5 a.m. Central on Wednesday, the 27th of May. Which yeah, I mean, is God you, bless you if that's the case. I don't know, man. Have you been paying attention? That happens more than you think. Yeah, I, I was yeah. behind on things due to uh, too much brisket, sodas, <laughs> and lack of sleep. So when I got up this morning and put the post together and publish it, and I was like, Jesus, this thing! I haven't even put a post out yet. This thing already had a bunch of listens. So. You might be. I think you'd be surprised. Okay. I mean, right. two of them were. No, I didn't listen to it last night. As I say, two of early, them were early awesome. risers. Good morning, everybody. Love you guys. You're the you're the people we're really here for. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's five a.m. Central Wednesday, the twenty seventh. The Kirkland Signature KS One Putter Review is live at DriveRangeHeroes.com. And uh, you know, hey, go have a look, have a laugh, 
don't have a laugh and uh, let me know what you think. How about that? There you go. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> it's a Costco putter. It's a Costco branded putter, dude. It's such a weird thing. The Costco phenomenon is just so weird. Well, and that's the thing I say in the review, like so weird. You also have people who are just like, I like collect Kirkland brand. Right. I no, have it. They a, swear by their, they swear by it. Like, no, yeah, they just, well, yes, that, that exists. I'm not even saying they swear by it. There's something about the like, Oh, they just want the Kirkland coldness thing. of it. They're like, right. Yeah, I could have bought the North Face jacket right next to it for like $20 more, but I want one that says Kirkland on it. Right. Like, right. there's something about like, I'm yeah. all in on Kirkland branded things. It's so. Yeah. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. And you're like, you yeah. know, there's this that's better. And it's like actually cheaper. And I know it's not the point. I just, I love Kirkland. <laughs> By all means. Yeah. Buy yourself a Kirkland putter, bro. Yeah. Yeah, go for it. I love it. And that's the thing. I don't need want. There's a great. There's a great chance this putter does not stay with me, but there's a small piece. And I read a guy on on the forums who's like. Oh, I'm keeping this putter to have as a conversation piece, like in a golf bag at my house and add to my collection because it's the novelty in it. I go, yep, that's exactly what it is. Sure. Now, the killer is going to be to me. KS one means there's going to be KS two seven nine <laughs> i can't i can't i can't get all of them chris i just can't do that <laughs> but you know no, but you'll have the original you have the first yeah and i feel like you also know me and that oh, i'm gonna be like guys i'm you know i'm really thinking i didn't play much golf this month so i saved some money i think maybe not like maybe i do need to get three and three and five <laughs> well what happens if you buy ks2 that's it it's over you're gonna have to buy them all and then so just if you avoid KS2, then I think maybe you'll be OK. The good thing is I got a lot of golf shit to, you know, leverage to generate that. Like, oh, I got this like box of 700 shafts in here. Um, anyone want to work <laughs> out a deal? I got Costco putters to buy. <laughs> I think uh, what is it that where it's like. Enough time has passed legally so that you can't get in trouble. What do you call that? Um, you guys know what I mean. Like, like legally speaking, yeah. There's some term oh, they use. Uh, yeah. Oh God. Right. It's it's so common. Yet I, I challenge you to ever remember when you need it. Yeah. But that okay. thing, um, I feel like enough times pass and where I've like I've pulled a shaft out of a club. Statue of limitations. Statue, Statue of limitations, limitations has passed where yeah. if I have a, a shaft that's like seven years old and has been installed in multiple things, I can I don't think anyone cares if I flip it for twenty bucks. <laughs> right. Flip it for twenty bucks and go, guys, yeah. I gotta save up for that Costco putter. Right. They'll ask you why you did that and you're like, the KS2 came out of the back. Oh, okay. I respect that. The hottest club in right. golf. I don't blame you. Dude, what are, what's gonna right. happen? Like they're gonna come out with there's a rumor they're working on wedges, but the Costco it, the, the, we didn't even go into how like this was a big buzz and dramatic uh, with all the manufacturers. So all the big media guys were like we got the scoop on what Costco yeah. did to put like right. who manufactured it and who like, nobody who's behind the whole thing. Nobody actually cares except golf losers like us. <laughs> right, barely. Yeah, even and then. that's barely. But uh, even then, so the guys said apparently the Costco guys were like. Yeah, there's not a wedge in the works, but we're never going to say no. And apparently the cost, the Costco golf thing is because like a bunch of the the big shots in the company and board members are just golf nerds and play. Really? So they're like, 
yeah, so we went down this route and there's viability in it. We're going to, so we, it's fun for us. So we'll keep doing it. And like, all right. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, they sell every single one of whatever it is. So What's going to happen though when not. they start doing, like, I'm going to, I don't know how we ignore it when they start having full sets of clubs and stuff. I was about to, I was about to ask if they said, if they, if they put together a full like boxed set with a bag, I mean, you'd have to are, get are, it. Are, <laughs> you'd have to make a video wouldn't you like all jokes aside i think you would have to make a video probably probably and because especially because you know like hey i'm gonna get this will you do a video with me i'd be like um yes <laughs> yeah hey bill how's your yeah. vintage club collection you got real serious into over the winter and in quarantine oh i got rid of all but i had costco clubs i gotta buy so <laughs> arguably the I most i had room. sets multiple sets of the most perfect arguably the most perfect forged blade iron ever made and uh <laughs> no i sold those off and actually took a loss just to fund six costco wedges and a costco stand bag right. that's allegedly made by under armor but no one knows <sighs> all right this has been a doozy chris is good to have some energy to talk today and not even even though you still carried most of the show again uh not having to out of necessity throw the show on your shoulders tonight and actually participate it was good yeah um but hey look say hi to jenny for me and uh hey yeah i will we'll get back at this thing tomorrow sounds good man all right i'll talk to you later bud all right see you bye everyone